put it on real tight Hope you brought your best tonight They say they got the fireworks Yeah, they say they got the show Here around the shoot, you're the best So let's go This is Texas Toast. I'm your host, Miss Helen. Kick back and enjoy as we toast the best from Texas. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Texas Toast. And I am so excited for our guests that we have for this episode, Morgan Ashley. And Morgan, of course, is 2021 New Female Vocalist of the Year awarded at the Texas Regional Radio Awards. And recently where we met on the red carpet, at Billy Bob's 2021 Female Artist of the Year, Texas Country Music Awards, and just music blowing up, shows blowing up, all kind of good stuff yes. going on. So we want to introduce Morgan Ashley, and let's talk about all things Morgan. Hey. Hello. You look gorgeous. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you all for having me. <laughs> yes. And so you are now currently in the Bryan College Station area. Yes. But you were a Columbus Cardinal. I was, I was. <laughs> see, see, I'm a Sealy girl. I'm, my hometown and my okay. roots are in Sealy in Austin County, but my guy, his family is Eagle Lake Columbus. Okay. So yeah, as a matter of fact, he shopped at HEB in Columbus yesterday. He went okay. to run by his sister's house to drop some stuff off. So uh-huh. I know you participated in a lot of 4-H and FFA coming up so let, when you were coming up in Columbus. I did, yes. Our uh, 4-H and FFA program there is so involved uh, with the kids, and I, I think it's just a great you know, program to be involved in. Regardless, um, I feel like it taught me a lot of leadership. I was a very, very shy kid, <laughs> so just getting that um, introduction into like leadership and all that kinds of stuff, I feel like definitely has played a role in me being able to get in front of a crowd and perform. <laughs> so... So it launched you into that. I'm a firm believer in 4-H and FFA and like my background, both my kids came up in it. I was FFA booster officer and, you know, worked affairs, did the stuff between the stuff I did in radio and raising kids and it. And those particular programs can bring some kids out of their shell. Yes, I absolutely agree. Um, I did the FFA talent show was the first time that I ever sang in public. And um, that was, you know, my introduction into the music world, world basically. Um, I sang to background tracks at this uh, FFA talent show, and I placed third behind two people who played the guitar. And I thought that was just the coolest thing ever. So I went and got guitar lessons at the Guitar Center in Katy, actually, because that was the, the closest place there. Um, and my guitar teacher uh, made me, you know, believe that music was something that I could actually pursue. So it was well, very cool. Obviously, that was definitely the right path for you to take because all of your music has been so successful. So when you first started singing and taking guitar lessons, I mean, had, had you been practicing the guitar and then you, I mean, in the pursuit of your music, how did, how did your foundation get built? So I loved music. Whenever I was younger, I would um, sing with my karaoke machine and I would put on concerts for my parents. (laughs) Um, And I actually wrote songs about my horses and cows that I had. Um, And it wasn't until later that, you know, I did the talent show and all that um, 
took off. So, so yeah. <laughs> so you, you released the self-titled EP in 2017, but then you released a full album karma in 2018 that had your first radio release. It was your girl, which charted. So what did it feel like going in and coming from the story that you just told us and involving it to, I have a song on the radio. <laughs> Yes. Well, there was several years of me writing songs and playing shows and figuring out, you know, what I was going to put on an album. And um, that was my first single. And I was nervous to do it because that was one of the very first songs that I had really written by myself, particularly. Um, So I was just couldn't believe the amount of positive response that that song got. So it was, it was a great first start for sure. Yeah, it was a great first start because it's an absolutely wonderful song, just like all of your music. And so, and I, I will, ha- I have to say that we, we fell in love with back to Austin here on the podcast. Yes. So even though this is your first time visiting and chatting with us, like the podcast listeners already know Morgan Ashley, because we've talked about you awesome. so much. So That's tell me cool. about that. Tell me about back to Austin and how you came up with that whole song. So Back to Austin was actually a song that I got from Chris Rogue Fisher and Amy Barnett. Um, They're two ladies that I frequently co-write with, actually. Um, We've written some songs together that aren't out yet, but could potentially be. Um, They had this song, Back to Austin, that they pitched to me. And I knew that I wanted to record it before I even, you know, heard the rest of the, the whole chorus. Because the... The whole sound of it was awesome, very sassy. And I felt like it was just absolutely something that I would say and a message that I could totally get behind. <laughs> and I've had a lot of fun seeing that everywhere and people loving it. And some shows, all by the end of the song, people will be singing Hook them Back to Austin with me. <laughs> oh, love it, love it. I heard you knocking at two a.m. Saw your old truck sitting in my drive. This lipstick on your collar once again. It's a different day, the same old life. Too many late nights now on Sixth Street. Don't think I don't know what's going on. You'll try to convince me that I'm crazy. You're still just a player on the
bit of sass we talked about your new single which i was checking the charts and it's moving up and charting nicely as all your songs do but girl fyi that you just totally knocked it out of the park on that one thank you <laughs> so now that i have you to tell the story because we we discussed the story when we previewed the song but now you're here so tell us all about it yes <laughs> well okay so <clears throat> Uh, it all started with me dating a guy, um, you know, and I won't get it very specific, but I guess he decided that he needed to have another girlfriend too. Um, we, were, <laughs> we weren't very like public, I guess, with our relationship. So it would be very easy to, for him to pass as single, you know? <laughs> so I don't think that the girl really knew that I existed. And so, um, I let her know, but I guess she wasn't really interested in hearing it. But I just wrote this song saying, girl, FYI, you know, we deserve better than this. So um, and my hopes for the song is just for somebody to hear it. And if they feel like they can relate to it, I hope that, it, you know, they can listen to it over and over again. And it helps them get over it like I did. <laughs> We've got one thing in common.
all of your music, the lyrics are so good. What is your process when you're songwriting or you're picking songs for your projects and for your radio releases? Um, you know, I don't really have any particular process. I kind of just pick up the guitar and the um, lyrics and the melodies all come together. Um, and I don't feel like you really can choose what the singles and what the songs that are going to make the cut are truly going to be until you get in the studio and hear how they sound produced, even, you know, partially produced, you can get a better idea of it. So. And where do you do most of your recording at? So back to Austin, my recent recording has been done at Malden Productions in uh, Gladewater. So I've had a great time recording there. So you're on the road. You pay, you play like hundreds and hundreds of shows. You are <laughs> yes. on the road. So tell me about your live shows. Yeah. So I, I have played a lot of acoustic uh, shows at bars and restaurants and all that good stuff. Um, my goal for 2022 is to get my band gigs rolling and, and taking over my schedule, hopefully. And I think we're at a good start. I have lots of band shows coming up. So um, I'm excited about that. But you can definitely expect, you know, fun, sassy, a little bit of comedy. <laughs> yeah, of, course, of course. So growing up, who were some of your favorite artists at live shows or people that you listened to? Um, so growing up, I was pretty sheltered, I guess, with what I listened to. I only got to listen to what was on country radio at the time. So uh, like the 90s and 2000s, all those artists, um, Miranda Lambert, you know, uh, Rascal Flatts. I loved Rascal Flatts. <laughs> um, Tim McGraw, all those people, Keith Urban. So I think they definitely got my love for country music going. Yeah. So um, you, now, ironically enough, you are I mean, this is just the music portion of you singing, songwriting, playing all the shows that you play, but you have your own publishing also. Yes. <laughs> it's called Music Monkey Publishing. And um, basically, it just means that I own my publishing rights. Um, so I'm not giving my money to another publishing company for for my songs. <laughs> And why did you come up with the song Music Monkey? Music Monkey, because um, I have a super crazy passion for monkeys and I want to own one eventually. Um, so it's all going to make sense one day. I'm going to have it all correlated together with the music monkey going on. <laughs> you, I understand that you also have a love for exotic animals. Yes, yes. Knowledge, like you're smart about that. <laughs> yes, yes, I am. Um, I've done a lot of research on it. I uh, grew up the whole time I wanted to be a vet. And specifically, I wanted to be an exotic animal vet. And I did, I was just a nerd about it. I did so much research. I know all about owning them. And I kind of joke that one day, like, if I'm able to, I want to have, um, like, an exotic animal farm, like a refuge like a, where I rescue exotic animals. I think that that would be just right up my alley. <laughs> oh, I love that. So what was some of the best advice and who has been some of your biggest cheerleaders as you've been getting on this journey and moving up in music? Um, I think that the, the best advice is just to keep working hard and um, that's, that's going to do it for you. Just working hard. Um, my parents have been the most supportive in my career, 
um, the whole time they've been, they were supportive in me not going to college anymore to focus on my music career. And, um, and for now it's been eight years since I've started playing music. So, um, couldn't imagine doing anything else. <laughs> so what was, what was, what were you feeling? Cause I know I had talked to you on the red carpet and at Billy Bob's at the Texas country music awards. And, you know, you talked about being nominated and how enthusiastic you were, but what did it feel like when your name got called? Um, it was pretty much a blackout moment for me. I was like, I'm about to walk up on the Billy Bob stage right now. Goodness. And I think the most shocking part of that whole experience was that I got up there and I had planned if it were to work out for me, that my table was right there and I knew where to look and the lights were so blinding that I couldn't see anybody. And so I was just like, (laughs) um, but I think that I got through it. Okay. (laughs) I did. We were there. We were so happy and excited for you. I was just very excited. And Aaron Watson handed the award to me. Are you kidding? I know. And you know, I, it was funny because I, out of style is one of my favorite songs and that show closer when all of y'all went up and sang out of style with him, that is like a moment I will never forget. I know. So, so awesome. <laughs> Did such a good job on that. So uh, what do you have up and coming? Anything you're working on in particular? Um, You know, I just have uh, some shows coming up. You can check my website at morganashleyofficial.com and that'll have all of my show dates. Um, but new music for sure coming soon because I have some stuff that's just about finished in the studio. I'm just not for sure yet if it's going to be another single or if I'm going to release um, uh, an EP. So we'll see. That's <laughs> nice. Your hair is so pretty. Oh, thank you. I, see, I know. And your hat, you look so good. Well, I, hat. <laughs> yeah, I think we kind of have matching hats. I think that's kind of the same hat I have. Yeah. I love my hats. Oh, I, I have way too many of them. I know it, it can get, it can get a little out of hand. <laughs> I just recently ordered another hat, but I, I do love my hats. So anyway, well, we are so glad that you were able to take time to visit with us and we could finally get you on the podcast. We're like your biggest cheerleaders and supporters. And, you know, another thing we talked about the charts, but your Spotify numbers are good also. Yes. Thank you. Um, I feel like that's for sure important. And I'm very grateful for everybody who takes the time to stream my music and who love it. So absolutely. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, Morgan Ashley, everyone, thank you so much for taking the time to join us, Morgan. Thank you. Well, there you have it. Another great episode of Texas Toast. If you've made it this far, just wanted to say thank you to all of you who have been listening and spreading the word about us. If you'd like to support the show, whether it be through sponsorship or by subscribing on YouTube or by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, that'd be great. Anything and everything helps. We're just getting this thing rolling with no end in sight and have some incredible interviews lined up for all of you. So please help us get the word out. We'll see you next time on Texas Toast. From as she left, I dare to say well, You can go to hell Hell, I'll go to Texas I've had my fill of every place but home Well, take away these city lights Put me on a one-way flight I'm leaving out of here tonight Just consider me gone
of my southern drawl, my swagger on my sway. Yeah, these old boots, oh, this cowboy hat, oh, the